Hello, this is the Unspoken Life of the Military Wife podcast. I'm your host, Allison. I'm a wife and mom of two little girls and two fur babies and a 20-year mill spouse veteran. So you know I have seen some things. This podcast is about creating connection and community while we navigate this crazy military life. Each week, I'll bring you practical tips and tactics, like how exactly do I pack out my house? What do I say to my kids when they're crying because daddy is gone again? And how do I make it through a deployment without losing my mind? And how the heck do I find and keep a job when we move every two to three years? We're gonna get into all the things. Look, I've seen and done a lot, but I don't have all the answers. So this isn't a look at me, I have it all figured out podcast. It's a come with me and we can figure it out together podcast. The military lifestyle is often very lonely and isolating. So let's build a community that moves with you wherever you go. Welcome to the unspoken life of the military wife. We aren't in full PCS season right now, but I know it's on a lot of people's minds anyways. We are going to be PCSing this summer from Colorado back to Washington, and we will be doing a full ditty or do-it-yourself move. This will be our ninth military move and second full ditty. And I compiled a list of my best tips and tricks for navigating a PCS in a free guide. I apologize if you tried to download it recently. My email was not set up correctly and the guide was not being delivered, but I have fixed it and all systems are go now. So I appreciate your patience. And for those of you that reached out to me, letting me know that it wasn't working. But in this guide, I give you all of my pro tips, like what to expect financially before you pack out, where to rent a truck for the best deals, packing supplies, and then I walk you through the pack out process as simply as I can using the system that I do to keep it as low stress as possible. It's never going to be stress-free. We're moving after all. And then finally, how to plan your travel, what documents you need to keep track of, and then how to unload the truck and load in your house as efficiently as you can. This last one is one of my mill spouse superpowers, I call it. (laughs) I can unpack and have my house done. No boxes left, pictures and curtains up in around three to four days, which might seem a little bit crazy, but if you are strategic with how you unload the truck and disciplined with your unpack, it is 100% doable. So check out the link in the show notes or visit the website www.themillspousepodcast.com to download your free copy today. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. So we are in the middle of summer. This episode is, I'm recording it in May (laughs) because I'm trying to give myself a break but I still want to give you guys an episode every week. So I am pre-recording a bunch of episodes so that while I'm taking a break, you guys still have content trying to be consistent for you because I know that that is very important. So I'm recording this in May. It is not going to come out until July. But what I wanted to share with you is, so as I'm recording this, we just finished Mother's Day. And I saw, and I know that I've experienced too, but I saw a lot of moms on, in the moms groups that I'm like the local moms groups that I'm part of on Facebook. There's a lot of moms that were really disappointed that really had their feelings hurt, just let down and Mother's Day, not living up to whatever expectations that they might've had in their head. 
and and this kind of goes into the summer as well. So this is so this is what I wanted to say about that. Again, I know this is coming out in July, but I'm it's timely in my head because I'm recording it the week after the week after Mother's Day. But here's the thing, and I've learned this the hard way is that you really have to communicate with your spouse what your expectations are. And, and, and I know that that kind of sounds bad. Like these are my expectations for Mother's Day. You shall do blah, blah, blah. No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is this is what in my head, like my dream Mother's Day, this is what it would look like. And so take some time and think about what that would be for you, right? What does that look like for you? And then from that, you can share that with your significant other. Hey, my dream Mother's Day would look like this. Da 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 da. And and here's the thing. So I I had a conversation with Michael about this because we've we've struggled with this for so long. Is I had that mentality of you know <laughs> he should know, right? We've been together for <laughs> we've been together for so long. We've been together for almost 30 years, like a long time. We've been married for, it'll be 21 this summer, but it's, we've been, we've been together for a long time. I'm like, he should know, like he should know what I like, what I don't like and all, all the things. Right. And, and to some extent, I mean, he does, he really does. But when I told him, because this is, this is what I saw a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of moms saying was that they don't want to plan their own Mother's Day. And so I had a conversation with Michael about that. I'm like, you should see all of this stuff that I'm reading. Um, And I said, but I get it because, and I said, you do the same thing. You're like, so what do you want to do for Mother's Day? And my initial reaction is not plan it, you know? And he's like, yeah, but I'm not asking you to plan it. I'm asking you like, what would your ideal day be? And then he's like, I can pick from that a couple, you know, what I want to do with it, but just some idea of what you want to do. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. So maybe if this is something that you struggle with, maybe looking at it from that lens of, okay, what would my dream day be? Sharing that with your family and then letting the cards fall, right? <laughs> Where they might. Okay, so so that's kind of a, a little a little tangent about Mother's Day just because it's timely um, when I'm recording this. But parlaying that into the summer, I want to give you permission to do what you want to do and to check your mom guilt at the door. Because here's the other thing that I saw over, over, over Mother's Day weekend is a lot of people were asking do you want to spend Mother's Day with your kids? Do you want to be by yourself? How do you feel? And the majority of people were like, oh, I love my kids. I want to spend time with my kids. And I I was reading that and I was like, well, geez. So then am I a crappy mom if I don't want to be with my kids? I'd rather... I'd rather just have quiet. Like, does that make me a bad mom? Like what's going on here? And I feel like we do that stuff to ourselves and not just with, with that specifically, but I feel like the summer too, right? Because you have those moms and, and I've, I've met a couple of them that are like, I love my kids and I can't wait to spend all day, every day over the summer with them. And we're going to have so many things and I just love them and I love being with them and all the things. 
and that's fantastic for you, right? But that might not be your reality. That is not my reality. I love my kids. I love my girls. I like spending time with them. I also enjoy quiet. I enjoy being by myself. I enjoy quiet. <laughs> Let's just be honest. They're loud. Unless they're having their iPad time, they are loud. They've got music on. They are playing with each other. They're whatever. Like they're being kids, which is fine. But it's loud. And I really like quiet. So I do like spending time with my kids. But I also want quiet time. So I want to just give you permission to be you and to do what you want to do and what works for your family and Maybe you've spent the entire year running your hiney off and you're so tired and now here comes the summer and what are you going to do with your kids? And oh, so-and-so has got them in this camp and they need to go here and they blah, 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 blah. No, nope, 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 nope. You should sit down with yourself and your kids if you want to include them in this process. I did. And I'm like, what do you want our summer to look like? What do you want to do? What are some things you want to do? And, and... (laughs) My girls are 10 and 11. They want to go to the pool and they want to go to trampoline parks. There's a couple of different trampoline parks around us. They want to do that. That's what they want to do. That's pretty much it. I'm like, all right, okay, well, that's easy. And then I was meeting with a, she's a, she's a retired mill spouse. Actually, she was on the show previously and uh, she does, she's a time management coach and I met with her about, yeah. We just had like a consultation about time management and how to, you know, mark out your days and da 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 And so we're doing this and this was like, you know, a couple of months before school's supposed to get out. And I'm like, well, yeah, this is going to be good for when the girls are in school. But when the girls aren't in school and they're home for the summer, then, you know, it all goes to hell in a handbasket. And she's like, well, it doesn't have to. You can still have a schedule over the summer and not to be like, we will wake up at this time and we will go here and like super rigid, but just have an idea of how your days are going to go. And honestly, for us, this summer is going to be a little bit different than last summer because I'm teaching classes now at the rec center. And so I've got classes multiple times a week in the morning. So I am going to be doing that for, you know, it's not going to be, let's okay, sleep into however you want to sleep in and do all these things. Right. But it's, it's kind of giving yourself a loose framework to a loose framework to work inside and it's just having intention, right? And so your intention for the summer might be just to get through, right? And that's okay. That's okay. It might be to you know, we spent last summer, especially, oh my gosh, we like our Colorado bucket list. I was like, we got to go. I don't know how long we're going to be here for. Like we got to check this stuff off. And we did a ton of stuff. But the problem that we have over the summer here is that it gets hot. It get and it gets hot real fast. So, so the Denver area is high desert, which I didn't realize this. When we moved here, we came from Washington State. I'm like, oh, we're going from mountains to mountains. It'll be great. No, 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 no. The Rockies are here. You can see them. Yeah, but not the Denver metro area is high desert. There's a lot of brown. There's not a lot of green. It's very, very sparse. There's not a lot of trees and woods and forests and things like that. And I was not expecting that. And then the other thing, because of this high desert, it gets hot fast. Like 
if it's if the high is going to be like 85 90 that's the temperature it is by like 8 a.m 9 a.m so if you want to get up and go do something you got to get up and go like early like 6 7 a.m i'm that's not my jam especially over the summer so we kind of got stuck a little bit last summer because I was like, well, geez, I don't want to go on this hike and I don't want to do this stuff. It's already, you know, 85, 90 degrees outside. I don't, I'm not, some people like that. I do not like that, <laughs> which is why Florida was one of my least favorite duty stations because it's flaming hot most of the time. Not a big fan. So, so we kind of had to adjust fire with that a good bit. And then we are slated to move summer of 24. So next summer we'll be moving, we think. And don't have any idea where we're going yet. But so I'm like, okay, I we made this goal that we wanted to try and do as many state parks as we could while we're here. But we really have to adjust that because in like once you get into June and July and August, it's hot here. And it's not ideal time, especially because it's so exposed. So you don't have trees to walk in and shade to walk in. Like if you want to go on a hike or whatever, everything's out and exposed. It's just, it's just not enjoyable. So you're going to have to adjust fire, but just, you know, coming into, okay. So let's, let's like wrap it all up with a little bow. So here we go. Manage your expectations and have your own of, of how you want your summer to be. And don't let anybody else dictate what you want it to look like. Like it's your time and it, you should spend it how you want to, right? And it might be taking your kids to the pool every day and let them play in the pool and you're sitting on the side of the pool reading a book that you really like or I, whatever. Like it, it whatever you want to do, right? But I'm giving you permission to have your summer. <laughs> and not that I need to give you permission, but sometimes it's, you know, good to hear you're right. I don't have to do what the neighbor's doing, or I don't have to feel peer pressure to have my kids in all of these camps and stuff like that. They don't, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, but my kids, they're doing it. They're going to do a couple art things at a local, like ceramic studio. They have a couple of different, just, it's just like a short morning thing, like a couple hours and they do like a project because my girls love art. Other than that, that's all that they're doing because they, the prices, holy crow, are insane. It's like hundreds of dollars per kid for a week. And I'm like, holy, I just, I'm not, I'm not interested in spending. We'd sent the girls to a horseback riding camp last summer for a week. And it's, it was almost $500 each. And I'm like, how? This is insane. How are people putting their kids in camps on a weekly basis. Maybe it's just here. I don't know. But I was like, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. So just take a moment and think about what you want your summer to look like. And it might be just survive it, right? I don't know. But what also, what are some things that are important to you that help you get through your day? For me, it is a little bit of quiet in the morning and being able to do a meditation right in my journal, have that time. So I've got to figure out what time I'm telling the girls they're allowed to get out of their bed. And so I can get up before them and make that happen. The other thing that's really important to me is exercise. If I don't work out, I've just trained my body that way. It, and it, it's, it's not going to start out that way for you. But I mean, I, it's been like, I'm going on 10 years now of like hardcore fitness and I work out 
if I go more than two days without working out, I notice a marked difference in how I feel and how I cope with situations. It's not, it's not good. (laughs) It's not good for anybody. It's not good for my mental health. It's not good for how my interactions with my family and the people that I love. So that is really important to me. So I make that a priority, especially over the summer. And I don't know what it looks like for you, but for me, I need to get my workout done early because if I don't get it done before lunch, then it's probably not going to happen. That's just me. So look, you know yourself, right? Better than anybody else. How can you set yourself up for success? And then, you know, if, if that is something that's important to you, I have a gym in my house so I can work out here. So that makes it a lot easier. And you might not have that. You might have a facility that you need to go to. And that's okay too, because most of those facilities, hopefully, have childcare. So, you know, maybe that's something that you look for as you're, if you're looking for a place to work out and to be able to exercise, if you set that goal for yourself, find a facility that has childcare so that you can at least take that away as a barrier. And then, you know, sit down with your kids. Don't ask your kids, whatever you, whatever you want to do. But like, what, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do this summer? What do you want it to look like? What are some things? We always call it our bucket list. Like, what's our summer bucket list? Because they're very familiar with the bucket list. We've talked about it. I've talked about it on the show many times. That is one of our major coping mechanisms for when we're going to PCS is you're going to a new place. What can we look forward to? And that really helps in that transition process. So doing that for yourself. So they're familiar with the bucket list process. So we do that for the summer as well. What are things that we want to do? What's our summer bucket list? And then, and then go from there. Okay. So that was it. It was really manage your expectations and don't feel like you have to do what everybody else is doing. And, and I don't want you to feel guilty for not, maybe not enjoying spending every waking moment with your children and, you can't wait to plan activities and be with them from six o'clock in the morning until they go to bed at night and so excited to get up and do the same thing the next day. I mean, for, you know, again, for some people, that's their jam. For others of us, like myself, not so much. No, no, no. I need, I need quiet. I want time to myself as well. And then the other part too, to kind of factor into that is we did an episode the first week in June of how to avoid the summer slide, right? Especially if you're PCSing. And so this last year from third to fourth grade for Sophia, she really declined a lot. And so I'm being very, very, very mindful of how can we help them uh, not do that this summer. So I have already asked her teachers for, again, I'm recording this in May. I've already asked her teachers to give me some stuff over the summer that we can work on. We're going to make sure that we prioritize reading together and multiplication facts, keeping it simple. Cause again, it's the summer. I don't, they need a break. I need a break. Everybody needs a break, but it, we could still take 30 or 45 minutes every day. Let's go through some flashcards. Let's read together for about 20 minutes and then move on, you know, but just making sure that that's a priority too. So anywho, okay, that's all I got for you today. I'll talk to you again soon. What's up? Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you haven't already, please make sure that you're following so that you don't miss any new episodes. And I would love it if you would consider becoming a subscriber. Check out the details in the show notes. 
I'm so happy you enjoyed the Unspoken Life of the Military Wife podcast. Please help us spread the word about this show by sharing it with a friend and leaving a written Apple podcast review. If you have any questions or follow up to this episode, you can send me an email at themillspousepodcast at gmail.com. I would love to connect with you if you're on social media. I'm on Instagram at the Mill Spouse Podcast. And then you can also find additional resources on our brand new website, themillspousepodcast.com.